good realtor will spend three hours a day calling. This is not your typical boring real estate show. This is real estate marketing redefined, uncensored, and unedited in what's working today in the market minus the fluff. This is Real Estate Marketing Dude, because just having a license isn't enough. Now, please welcome your host, the unprofessional professional, Mike Cuevas. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. How's everybody doing? Thanks for listening and tuning into another show. Folks, it's going to be another learning and teaching lesson today. This is going to be no guest. We're just going to talk marketing. Over the next couple of weeks, I decided to do a little bit of a one-on-one series. We got some feedback and people wanted to do some training and our coaching. So we're going to go ahead and do that live. And today's topic is going to be 100% focused on consistency and how you be consistency and how you build a brand literally through content creation. And I want to first define what I mean by consistency and how this works. And you're not going to build your brand, at least using video, simply by doing video sporadically, meaning like you're going to do it once or twice a month or once every other month. And there's really no sort of consistency system set up. And the way you build a brand in any business is not just in real estate. It's any business that you're thinking of is consistent communication to the same audience over time. And when you're building a brand and you're working on building a referral or attraction-based business, you have to be consistent with your video content. It's as simple as that. And I want to give you guys a couple different examples to sort of get your head around this. Now, what I want to do is just use the concept that we're all familiar with that's been around the real estate industry since the dinosaurs roamed the earth. And that is a concept called direct mail farming. So when we do direct mail farming, let's walk through the statistics and how it works. Because yes, it actually still works in today's age, being 2020. But typically for an agent that is going to attempt to do farming in direct mail, what they usually do is they'll commit to 500 doors, for example. And what they'll do is they'll commit to those 500 doors, commit one postcard a month for over 12 months over time. Now, what happens is, is that after year one, regardless of who um, you hear these stats come from, I've seen them consistently across the board. And after year one, what typically happens is an agent can expect to receive maybe two to three listings, more towards the end of the year, that is. Year two, it's three to five. And then after year, year three, it's seven plus. Then all of a sudden, farming becomes cool. But it takes a long time to work. So let's analyze why that is. Well, if you're farming a neighborhood, what really happens to the recipients or the people that are receiving your content is that they are consistently receiving your content. So when you're direct mail farming a neighborhood, what happens is, is that you do it consistently over time. And after about a period of 12 months, people start to say, wow, this person or this agent might be the person in my market that I should really pay attention to. My question to you is this. The reason why it works is because over time, you're consistently showing up. So let's just pretend the same agent who's farming that neighborhood gets into year two of their farming campaign, and then they decide to take off two or three months. The question I have is, would the entire previous 18 months be screwed up? And as a matter of fact, coronavirus is a perfect time for that. Let's just pretend that coronavirus came like it did, and I decided I need to save money that to the neighborhood I was farming for 18 months. Well, guess what? If you stop farming that neighborhood, the chances of you totally screwing up that entire campaign just happened because you lost your consistency. Now, when you're approaching video, it's no different because the agent that shows up consistently once a month or twice a month, sorry, they're more referable than the one who doesn't. 
the agent that is consistent at anything in life is more referable and top of mind than the one who isn't. So what I want to get you in the habit of is not so much of about worrying so much about what you're saying. Last week's episode, we went through scripting and I'll encourage you guys to listen and download that episode. Talking about how to determine how to say things, not necessarily what to say and how important that is. But once you have that, it's all about just being consistent in your message. And folks, consistency in video content creation is no differently than how you would typically approach time blocking for prospecting. And in any business, we have to spend time on our business to work on our business, right? You have to spend time on our business to work on it, not necessarily in it. And that's what video production is. When you're creating video content, what you're doing is you're time blocking the time to do it. This really isn't that difficult. Traditionally, an agent, and if you're a big prospecting type agent, you know that you dedicate X amount of time per week towards generating new business. And this is no different. When you want to start creating content, it's as simple as time blocking because the actual act of doing the video itself doesn't take that long. Um, I mean, at least if you're working with us, it doesn't. I mean, I'm talking about 45 to an hour and a half, maybe. So it's not a lot of time because we're doing so many things for our clients. The time comes through in multi-purposing and editing and scripting it and all that fun stuff. But that's what Real Estate Marketing Dude does for you if you want to hire one. Sorry, I have to give myself a shameless plug. But my point is, folks, is that don't overthink this thing, is that the same content creation is modern day prospecting. And you can never do it consistently if you don't start by time blocking and dedicating the time each and every month to creating this content. And it is nothing more than just a new way of looking at and doing your business. I really don't want you to overthink this because it really isn't anything different than that. And no differently in how we brush our teeth in the morning when we wake up, that's a habit. That's a habit that started when we were kids. My mom used to tell me, Mike, brush your teeth, brush your teeth, brush your teeth. Now when I wake up in the morning, do I think about it? No, absolutely not. Because how habits become habits is through consistently practice. And that's the biggest hurdle, no doubt, that I see with people within any industry trying to get on video. The first thing is cracking what the hell you're going to talk about and how you're going to say it, because that is honestly the key to longevity. Again, listen to last week's episode if for any reason you missed that. But the second part is once you know how you're going to say and you're excited about your video strategy, is actually time blocking the time to create your content. So I'm going to show you why I believe consistency is so important. Biggest question we get a lot is people ask, hey, Mike, how many videos should I be doing? I should be doing, I want to do eight videos a month. And the question I always tell people is like, dude, do you want to burn yourself out or do you want to generate business? And the answer towards building a brand is not more content. It's better promote the content you already have. And there's a difference between lead generation and branding. So if my goal here is to just market my sphere of influence, for example, and just stay in front of my database, my local community... The answer to your question is not more content. It's better promote the content you already have. Now, an agent who is doing one to two videos a month is no differently than the agent who is doing one postcard a month, but you're just doing it consistently. The difference between direct mail and video in terms of a farming perspective or a brand building perspective is absolutely nothing other than the channel they're distributed in. Direct mail is a piece of paper that gets sent to people that they can physically engage with. A video is the same thing. It's a piece of content that people can watch and engage with on social media or a video email in this case. So the key is, is it's not, uh, when you're building a brand, it's about consistently communicating to them. So the very first thing I tell people to do is 
pick out how many videos you want to do per month. If you want to do one video a month, then commit to that one video a month. That means that each and every month you have set aside a time on your calendar where you're not being interrupted and whether that's two hours, three hours, one hour, I don't care. Block off the time and commit to it no differently than you would commit to any other date that you would set in your calendar. It is that important. That's how you do video consistently. Now, if I wanted to start promoting my videos and the agent that is doing one or two videos a month, here is their communication strategy to their sphere of influence to their database. And here's how it works. The agent who is showing me and being consistent with their uh, video email, just take video emails as one channel. Okay, video emails is emails one way to communicate with their audience. But the agent who is consistently communicating, sending one or two video emails a month, is more referable to that group of people than the one who isn't. Think about it. It's common sense. Like the agent who is, if I'm seeing you twice a month on video and you're sending me these emails, when I think of real estate, I'm more likely to associate your name with it than if you don't send it to me at all. You see, when we're creating content, especially when we're marketing to our database, which is in purposes to build a bigger brand, we don't always have to talk about real estate. What we need to do is remind people that we're in real estate consistently so that they don't forget we exist. And that's all video is, is you're farming people with video content. So it's not more content. It's just be consistent with the content you already have. The agent that's doing the exact same thing on social media, if you think about the people that you're connected with on social media, like your Facebook friends, they're just future transactions. And the last I checked, everybody lives somewhere. So out of that group of Facebook friends that you have, let's just say you have a thousand Facebook friends. Great. Statistically, 100 to 150 of them are moving this year. And 100% of those Facebook friends have a referral for you that they can introduce you to. Now, you're not going to get all those transactions, but you definitely increase your chances of getting a lot of them when you're creating videos and putting them in front of those very people. You see, 72% of people will close with the first agent they meet with. That's why consistency is so important because nobody wants to think about I, is that the right agent for me? Did I really hire the agent? They just want to know the job's already done, guys. So when we're building a brand with content, it's more about splashing our content consistently several times a month, the same dates each month, so that we could be more referable and more unforgettable. The agent that is posting these videos on their social media, Instagram, Facebook, their LinkedIn account, they're more referable than the agent who isn't. And that's what consistency does, no differently than when you're direct mail farming a bunch of strangers. One of the things I realized a lot was that it was never so much about views or engagement or any of this stuff as much as it was about me being consistent. The more consistent I was in my messaging, the higher the engagement and the views went. So when people start doing videos, maybe your first video doesn't get any traction or maybe it gets a lot. It doesn't matter because the same thing happens regardless. Some videos are good. Some videos will get better than others. Some videos will get more engagement than others. That's just the way it works. But it doesn't mean you stop. You still have to be consistent. So I don't want you guys to overthink the whole video thing. It's really not that difficult. But if you approach it in a way that you would farming, it tends to help a lot of people sort of receive and intend and, and, and be like, oh, I get it. I get how that works. And it really comes down to how a referral is born. Building a personal brand is really, you're putting your content in front of your people you know, but referrals are only born when you're, when you're top of mind because you have an instant, people have an instant to match your name up with a term and how referrals are born. 
in our business, 60 plus percent of closed transactions comes from the form of referrals and repeat clients. So when you're consistent in communication with your audience, with your database, they're consistent in reciprocation to giving you back referrals. Because if you start viewing your audience that way, 10 to 15% of them are moving this year. That means 10 to 15% of the people who see your video content one to two times a month, they're moving. It's a mathematical fact. This is non-theory. This is 100% non-disputable. But don't make that the main reason you're consistent with your video content because there is more commissions, more clients, more referrals in generating referrals and transforming the people who see your content into your damn sales force and into your referral source because that's honestly what happens. You want to commit and build a brand with video. Granted, that's what you want to do. Not to generate the direct business of the people seeing your content, but to generate the referral business of the people seeing your content. Once you generate the referral business of the people who see your content, you're naturally going to get their direct business when that time comes. So that's the way you want to view your content. Instead of looking at your list or your email list or your Facebook friends as um, social media acquaintances, it's your farm. It is your direct mail farm. It's no different. The only thing that's changed right here, folks, is that you're just doing it via video email and you're doing it via social media and whatever platforms you engage with. So let's go into that a little bit because um, it's not just about creating videos consistently as well. Like if you want social media to work for you, you have to be consistent at it. I stopped posting on LinkedIn probably about six months ago. Why? Just wasn't feeling it. It wasn't a new, it's probably the wrong move, but I knew I wasn't engaging on it. So I just sort of abandoned it altogether. Probably bad move for a marketing dude. But regardless of whatever, I have a ton of connection on LinkedIn. I don't engage back in any of them. I don't like, if you don't work on social media, it's not going to work for you. Social media is not just a drop off point for your content that if you create videos, a million people are going to come and just hire you as your real estate agent. You have to get your content seen, which means you have to be consistent on Facebook. You have to be consistent on Instagram, not necessarily in video production either. This is in just engagement, commenting on other people's stuff. We live in one of the most visual businesses that allows the easiest way to tell a story and social media is the perfect place to tell that story. So when you're not doing produced and edited videos, you still need to be consistent on social media. And that's in the form of liking other people's stuff. That's in the form of commenting on other people's stuff. In order to get the algorithm to work for you, you need to work for it, meaning that you need to engage. And in exchange, the more you engage, the more you comment, the more you do all these different things, the more engagement you're going to get back. Social media is not a one-way track. You have to play to get paid on it. So don't overthink that part. It's extremely important. A lot of people think you could just go and post one post on Facebook and just say, hey, I'm a real estate agent. Because I post once in a while, everyone in my database knows what the hell I do. No, they don't. Trust me. It's a busy, 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 busy world. There's about 10 other realtors probably marketing your database right now as we speak. And if you don't believe me, they're typically in the form of right now, before coronavirus, Zillow, Open Door. All of these other big tech iBuyer companies were marketing your database, trying to tell everybody how big of a waste of money you are. That's why you need to stay in front of them because once you're out of sight, you're what? You're out of mind. So imagine if you don't talk to your wife for a couple months and you're not consistent in your communication with her or him, husband, sorry, you're going to get divorced. If you don't talk to your friends consistently, like I can give you several examples. Three years ago, I lived in Chicago. Since I moved out here, I've lost touch with some of my friends. And in exchange, what that means is that my relationship 
has faded um, with those people. Why? Because we're not consistent in communication anymore. If you look back, I'm going to give you another story about consistently, and then uh, we'll get this show wrapped up. But I think this is something that each of us have a story with. So I want to give you an example of a friend of mine in college. So I graduated from Carbondale, Illinois, Salukiville, in 2002, 18 years ago. Real estate was the only job I've ever um, had. When I was in college, though, my friend's name was Matt. Matt and I used to hang out every day in college. We used to go work out together, chase girls together, get drunk together, go party together, go on spring break together, you name it. And since we graduated college, you know, uh, people tend to drift apart. I started real estate, started doing this thing and whatever. Matt and I don't hang out anymore, but I still see Matt all over social media. I see Matt post tons of pictures about his kids. I see Matt constantly taking pictures of them and sharing with him and daddy and mommy and all of them are doing. And it's because Matt is consistent on social media and Facebook that I see him. Whereas if I were to walk down a grocery aisle today and Matt happened to walk past me, I would walk right up to him and say, what's up, dude? It's been a while. How long you been? It's been so long. I would feel like nothing slipped the beat. But equally, if I walk past Matt, let's just say Matt's not on Facebook and I haven't seen any images of him for the last 18 years since I graduated college. And if Matt was not on Facebook, I could equally walk past the same person and not even know who the hell he is. Folks, when you're not consistent in the way that you're communicating with your database and your audience, the only person that you're hurting is yourself. It's a busy, 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 busy world out there. And it's not so much always about what we're saying as much as that we're saying something. So my advice to you out of this show, I want to keep it short. I want to keep it sweet today. But my advice to you is that when you're planning anything in any business is that you have to be consistent with it. And the most important thing to be consistent with in the real estate business, in my opinion, is to be consistent with communication of the people who are responsible for the mass, vast majority of your business. Bed Bath & Beyond does this precisely. Bed Bath & Beyond is consistent with the way they communicate with their intended audience. And this is Bed Bath & Beyond's business model. Each of us has a 20% off coupon sitting in our kitchen drawer that we will fail to bring to the store the next time we go to Bed Bath & Beyond because they're essentially farming us with their 20% off coupon. Now, what happens when they do that is that no one ever brings the coupon to the store, but the fact that they're still sending me two physical pieces of direct mail that I have to engage with forces me to only think about bed, bath, and beyond when I think about bath or bed shit. This is no different in your real estate business. Now, the reason why bed, bath, and beyond does this is because they generate more sales marketing their past clients and customers than they do acquiring new ones. Customer acquisition, client acquisition in real estate is expensive. It's expensive in any business. It's more expensive to acquire a customer than it is to retain one. But the only way you retain one is by consistently staying on top of mind. Now, in Bed Bath Beyond example, they just send us these direct mail postcards. Great. But when I get to the store and I actually go buy towels or bedding stuff, I never bring the coupon with me. Instead, I scan my email for the same damn coupon because they're also consistently communicating with me through a different channel, direct mail, channel number two is email. Channel number three is when I leave Bed Bath & Beyond. They ask me if I would like an email, my receipt. I always say no because I don't feel like being retargeted online by getting a bunch of tells following me around the internet, but that's what happens. They're also all over me through social media. So my question to you is this. If you can take those 100 to 300 people that you know in your life, 
And if you were able to consistently communicate with them through direct mail, one postcard a month, you're able to consistently communicate them through email, in my case, video email, one to two videos a month, and you're consistently reminding them what you do on social media with those videos, amongst other things you're doing on your weekly basis, you will be the most unforgettable real estate agent, at least amongst your database. People don't do business with your broker, they do business with you. Therefore, 96% of consumers chose the agent and hired the agent over the broker they were affiliated with, which means you're the brand, not your broker, which also means it is your responsibility, at least to your business that is, to stay in touch and stay in communication with the people that are responsible for driving your sales. And that, my friends, is your database, your sphere of influence, and your local community. Folks, if this message resonated with you today, check out our site. This is what we do. We will make sure that every single person within your network doesn't remember or forget who the hell you are. Because at the end of the day, you build a personal brand one way, consistently communicating with the same audience over time. And that's what this show was. Don't overthink this lead generation stuff. The gurus, the tech companies, and all this will tell you that all the business is in lead generation. But the truth is that it accounts for less than 10% of closed transactions. Where the deals really come from or what I just shared with you. And if that resonates with you, go ahead and click on our show. Give us a review. Leave us some remarks. Follow us on YouTube, Facebook, and social media. Make sure you subscribe. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. We're going to have another coaching lesson coming through next week on the third component that is extremely important. So make sure you tune in. And thank you so much for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you. Stay strong. Stay up. We got this. Coronavirus is a time to work on your business not in it, but those who are working on it will be coming off way above everybody else that took this time to take it off. Hope that's not you folks. Love you. Appreciate you. Have a good one. Today's episode may be over, but we have plenty more to keep you busy. To get your complete blueprint for building out a real marketing plan for your real estate business, head over to realestatemarketingdude.com and see if you have what it takes to really become more than just a typical agent. Are you the next real estate marketing dude? Find out here next time on Real Estate Marketing Dude.